and welcome to the Opportunity Life podcast. Today I have a very special guest with me and I'm so lucky that she has accepted my invitation. Oh. She is a 29-year-old makeup artist and creative director, mainly for black women. I do all shades, but you know. Yeah, okay, because this is what I've always seen everywhere, that you're one of the I top know, eight know, black makeup but artists. I I worked at Benefit Brow Bar. I've worked at so many jobs. I've had so many jobs. <laughs> so, yeah. I just specialize. I just specialize. In 2016, when you were only 24, you came out with the um, Black Women Mushudad series. I'm not entirely sure how they called it exactly, but it was portraying African women and trying to show their beauty and their glow. You were using a lot of glitter and colors. That's how I got to know from you. I would like to know your story. How did this happen that you you were born and raised in Nigeria and now you're living in New York? No, I I'm born and raised. <laughs> <laughs> wow, my sources are bad. <laughs> I read that online and it was like, I bought an idea. I was like, what? I never, <laughs> it's so funny. I'm born in New York. I'm a, I'm a Brooklyn girl and uh, my family's Nigerian. I'm a first generation Nigerian. That's why I don't do introductions or I shouldn't be doing introductions. I should just be like, okay, tell me about you. <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. It's just so funny. I need to actually try to, I don't know. Who do you call? Like, take that down. I don't know. Cause I saw it online. I've seen that about myself before. I was like, wow, okay. Yeah, I started off with makeup when I was 18. I decided to cut my hair. I was an extreme tomboy. And then I cut my hair and I was like, oh, I got to put makeup on. And then I also liked how it made me feel. And I like being able to like flint eyebrows for people who are like, you know, going through chemotherapy or things like that. I was just like, oh my God, this thing is really dope. It's amazing. And then I got into makeup. And then... I was trying to get signed to agencies and things like that. And literally, like, it's so crazy how, like, life has changed within a few years' time span. Because um, when I started doing makeup, I was, like, 18, 19. And that was when it was still, like, I was I was a Mac girl. I worked at the Mac counter. I was like, ooh, you know. Um, and I just was so pressed on getting signed and becoming, like, a, you know, a signed or agency makeup artist. And I remember just giving out my portfolio and having a hard time trying to get, you know, signed to an agency because they were looking for a particular thing, a particular thing. And um, I wasn't happy. And then I, I just wanted to quit so bad. Um, and a long story short, I'm just kind of, I guess, wrapping up the story. I wanted to quit so bad, but I didn't because of Island Boy. So the guy who shot all of those photos, he actually saved me from quitting makeup. But I was like, yo, I'm done. I don't want to do this no more because I always wanted to do avant-garde makeup. I was always into art. And I always knew that this was something that I wanted to do, but I kind of felt like people weren't really um, accepting of my ideas, especially because, you know, when you when you come from, I think, African and Caribbean parents, they want you to be a doctor, they want you to be a lawyer, they want you to do these things, and they don't make it easy for you to um, pursue your creative dreams, at least not. Literally, life has just turned a whole new script at, within, like, the last six to seven years, I feel like. Um, for most creatives. I think more creatives are welcomed and appreciated. And I believe that black um, black makeup artists are appreciated more. You know, pe women of color are appreciated more. There's Fenty, there's all these brands. All these brands are making all the shades to fit every woman now. So it's like they, the, the dynamics of the world has changed so much from when I decided that I wanted to pursue my dreams. 
And I think just thinking about it, I'm just so grateful that I stuck to my guns because I'm just happy to be here at the right place at the right time. You know, just knowing that in my heart, like, yeah, it, I didn't make the wrong decision. Everything worked out for the better, you know, and um, just being able to have a have a perspective or ha have my art speak volumes because I chose not to not to shift who I was. And I think that it's so important to just stick to your character. Even when it pains you, even when you're lost, I just feel like God just doesn't let you down. Because I'm telling you, I was like, I sat down and I was doing my interview for, um, I think, I think it was Delta, because I've always wanted to be a flight attendant because I've always loved traveling. I always knew I wanted to be a flight attendant. That I'm traveling for a living anyway, so it works out. But um, I was doing my interview and I was taking my time. And the photographer, Joey, was waiting for me like, you know, hey, come, come, come. And then I came like maybe three hours late. I did the makeup so fast. Everybody was so happy on set. And I was like, okay. And then Joey was like, yo, why, why, what took you so long? And I was like, oh, I'm doing an interview. I'm trying to get a job. I try to, like, you know, I was really trying to be on, on the, in the air. And then, um, and then he was like, why, why are you doing that? And I was like, eh, I'm not really happy. Nobody lets me do my art. He's like, you know what, Mo? If you let me take your photos, let me take your photos all year for this whole year. And if you like, if, if you're happy, if it works out, we'll stay. Uh, you know, he just encouraged me to not quit. And those same photos we took went so far. So far. So far. It takes one yes and, like, one person to believe in you, even when nobody does. That one yes did so much for me and so much for my mental health and so much for my self-esteem. Just to know that the same thing that everybody's saying no to is the same thing that everybody's saying yes to when you do it at a appointed time. Everything is appointed, you know? And so, yeah. Then from there, you know, it's just been a journey. That, of course, opened so many doors. I got to do projects for so many um, Afrobeat artists. I did more projects for, like, you know, I do a lot of projects for cosmetic brands and just a lot. I do a lot for a living. And it's all based off of my ideas. So I started realizing, like, wow, I have, an anointing with ideas like my ideas go far so um yeah I've just been flowing in my gifts and building myself in my gifts and I'm a I'm really appreciative of how far I've come with my gifts I'm just so thankful so that's why I am with it now because I make headpieces I make costumes um I do a lot of things um yeah you're super versatile I can also see that you're yeah. you're making crowns <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's really interesting yeah. that you mentioned this thing about uh, you shaved off your hair and then you moved towards makeup. Wow. Uh, there was a little girl called Talia. She was suffering from leukemia and she was doing exactly this. She was uh, she shaved off her hair, was in the process of losing it, and she decided to then make her makeup her wig. And uh, I also see that with you. I mean, you make crowns, but the fact that you're now saying that you have chosen to focus on the makeup is also with leukemia patients to make them feel sexy and beautiful and um, this is really I like that a lot and I think that helps Aww. them a lot as well to feel better about how they now look yeah it's so important and um and I just feel like it's always important to give back with your talents I just feel like It's dope to be talented. It's fun. But if you're talented by yourself, what's the fun? <laughs> you know, you might as well make it useful. So I, I personally just enjoy being 
creative enough to give myself to others or to do projects you know we do a lot of things a lot of things so I'm just really happy all the way this is really beautiful how did you uh, how do you keep up your spirits like this I mean when you were at the point in time where you weren't sure and you were you were really pursuing this stewardess dream um, then Island Boy came into your life, but were there times mm -hmm. where you had to get yourself back into that I mean, spirit? Even, well? even, even, even through everything, I still have to get myself back in spirits because um, what I realize is sometimes you have love in your heart, and you know everybody's intentions for creating is not the same, and that's very important for people to know. So I think even when I had to learn how to do certain things or I don't know, advertisement, just the weirdest things. I just wasn't into all of those things because I was just trying to be talented. So like, you know, maybe if you're like a full-blown influencer, you know, you have to make this deal and do this and do that and post this three times a day. It took a lot out of me, like little things like that, because all I knew was to pursue my joy. I've only known how to make myself happy. Actually, now that I think about it, I always, always pursue my joy in my business. Like whatever it is that I want, I, I, I go for it. And um, I'm always thankful in the end. But no, I don't know. I just, I just feel like every day you got to lift yourself up. And I, I pray a lot. I pray. I meditate. I listen to sermons. Yeah, I love sermons. And I love to worship. I love worship music. I really love to worship God. It also just puts me in a better space. It's just, it's just like reverence. Just always remember somebody got your back and everything is in control is is the biggest thing for me because a lot of things just be looking like a free-for-all and um you don't know what you're gonna do after but just worshiping is the biggest thing for me i, I have playlists of worship music yeah and all kinds i love all kinds of worship music like all kinds concerning like christian worship music <laughs> Or just empowering music, music that have a good message. Maybe you want to listen to Lauryn Hill or Angie Stone. That's just what helps me go, keep going because I don't, I don't know how to dwell in my emotions as far as when they're not positive, and I can't even tell when I'm frustrated until I'm until I've burnt myself out. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm, I'm a person that if I'm, if I'm stressed out, I can't tell until my chest hurts. I can't tell until I'm like my anxiety is taking control of my whole body. So it's like, I just love joy that much that I, I really don't even feel too much pain. It's weird. In a good way, I'm happy I'm weird like that, but it's a little weird. It, it, it can be dangerous when you feel right. Like, and then you don't really feel like, okay, this is the limit that I have to take care of. Uh, I feel limitless. That's, that's literally it. I just feel so limitless. And then sometimes life just be like, you're human <laughs> and I'm like okay <laughs> but other than that I don't know it's just in me I just work hard because I know there's a day my body won't work I know there's a day I'll just be on a I mean who wants to admit it but on a cane walking slow talking like this oh my god and, and so I better have fun and know that hey I worked I enjoyed my life I made masterpieces I just want to make masterpieces for the rest of my life. So it's just like, I just want to keep going. And I think it's an adrenaline rush for me. Can I outdo myself? Wow, I've outdid myself. Can I do this? Wow, I could do this. It's like, I just feel so, like, I just feel in adrenaline. That's, that's the best way I can say it to you. I just, I'm so into succeeding. 
I'm so into succeeding and seeing myself in a whole new dimension. And I just feel like, okay, you've accomplished this now. Wow. Let's see how far you go with this. Okay, boom. And let's see how you take this up. Okay, boom. And uh, that's how I really live my life. So do you use visualizations on, like, do you do that on purpose or does that just happen to you that you have a fixed idea and uh, have you ever gotten in contact with these aspects of uh, the universe can give you what you ask for or really believing in that this is what you're going to do? I think it's all of it. No, I don't think any project or any dream or any goal is the same. And, um... Okay, I'm gonna because I'm super Christian. I just have Christian references. So, like you know, for example, like the Bible, it talks about how everybody has spiritual gifts. Somebody could be a prophet, which is like visions, dreams, or things like that. Somebody can hear from God. Somebody has miracle gifts. Um, no gift is the same kind of thing. If that makes sense, what I'm trying to say, where it's like there's so many different styles of God. There's so many different styles. You could feel God. You could feel Him in your body. Some people are empaths to the point that they can feel like whatever is happening to you on their body, on their bones, you know? And so I say that to say, I think that's the same thing with creativity. You could catch it like a feeling. You could catch it like an idea. You could feel it in your heart. You could hear it in your ear. You can smell it like, oh, this smells like this is going to be a good one. Or, you know, it just, it's a, it's a, it's, it's just an experience. And I believe that creativity is also godly. So it's not shocking that, you can do all these things with creativity because all of these things are a reference or a reference to him. And that's just my opinion. So when it comes to creativity, it just depends. I don't have like a strict go-to, but I do know I do. I have the ability to see patterns and say, okay, I know what this is going to happen. I know how this is going to work. Okay. I had a, okay. I had a daydream of this. I got to do this very soon. Okay. I'm hearing this. Okay. Something in my ear is just making me feel like I got to do this. Or sometimes you just can't sleep. Like, oh my God, I can't sleep. I got to get this idea out of my body. What is this? <laughs> you see how, you know, so there's so many different styles or feelings or, you know, energies to creativity. Mm. So whichever one catches you, you better go and run with it. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I was just about to ask you, what would you suggest uh, for someone to find their passion to follow to follow on what uh, they want to do or how to find it even because some are lost in in how mm -hmm. to even find it but i like that you're talking about all of those senses so maybe this would yeah. be and i think that's when you start to realize you you're multi-talented if you look for like a like a um, like a same go-to way to do something you you mess yourself up you know that's the best way I could say. So it's like, maybe when it's music and you're a great dancer, you feel it in your body. That's a feeling in your body, you know? But if you're a writer, it's something in your mind. It's something that you need to reflect and write down. But if you're not getting in tune with this body energy, you're not getting in tune with your mental energy, you're not getting in tune with your heart energy, how do you, how do you know how talented you are? You, you have to take time with your creativity. And I know, honestly, I'm very lucky. Not lucky, but I would say blessed. I don't really use the word lucky, but I feel very blessed because, you know, um, I spent my whole 20s, I'm, my 20s is almost over. Like, I spent my 20s learning my art. I spent my 20s being a, you know, being a creative. So I, I feel like a lot of people don't get to say they spent their entire 20s discovering all their talents. I don't think so. And I don't even think I discovered all of my talents yet. You know, but 
there's things that I know my friends were doing that I didn't get to do really. There's things I know that I didn't get to do that other friends did. So some of my friends already have children or different things like that. And I didn't do that. I focused on this first because I knew that I need this to make sense so that I know how to maneuver the rest of my life because I didn't want to be one of those people like, and it's not judging them, but it's extra hard when you're trying to find yourself while helping another human being find themselves too. So if you're married or you have children, it's a lot harder for you to like become one with yourself. So now you're doing a lot, you're juggling things instead of like taking steps. And um, I'm not judging anybody because I, I love children and I, I love companionship and things like that. But I know that hey, I know this is one of the main reasons why I'm able to accomplish all of these things is because I, I had the time, I had the space for it. You know, and that's really important. When was the point in time where you were thinking, okay, I want to be a makeup artist? You said you started when you were 18 years old, but what brought you there? Um, I, always, I was always into hair anyways. I was always into hair, uh, but I ended up not doing it. Um. But makeup, I was like, nah, I really want to do this because I was in college. I dropped out of college to do makeup or uni. I'll say uni. There we go. Because they'll think I dropped out of high school. <laughs> and I went back and got my degree like okay. two years ago. I finished uni. But um, I was thinking about colors, color theory, da, da, da. and I was an art major in college or in uni. And then I was really bad at computers. I'm a lot better at computers but I was terrible at computers so I was doing so great first semester as a um you know advertising design major all these classes were amazing to me I loved them and then InDesign came up and I'm like Photoshop mm. <laughs> and I remember talking to my professor and she was like yeah you could do fine arts and I'm like fine arts what would do with that and I remember going to my school library and seeing Kevin Aquan's book, you know Kevin Aquan. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of Kevin Aquan, but he's like a legend in the makeup game. And he died of AIDS in the '90s, but he did everybody: Michael Jackson, Janet, everybody. He was everybody's like makeup artist. And he had a book, and I was looking through the book. I remember, I still, I don't know if I still have it. I was looking through the book, and I was like, "Wait, this is the same color wheel from class." Like, Oh wow! So this is human make like this is human art. Like I could do this. Oh, now I'm doing this, and I was like, all right, I'm good. And then I started getting into it, into it, into it because I was already playing with makeup and I like just a little bit like bronzer. It was nothing crazy, but then it started. I just instantly from there I started picking up on it more and more and more, and I loved it, and I still love it. I love it from a uh, avant-garde perspective now <laughs> that's really nice I'm, I'm so happy to see someone that has found the passion their passion like this it just like, really my heart <laughs> oh thankful <laughs> um if you would have someone in front of you that isn't happy what would you suggest them to do is there something that you do every day except praying and meditating? Or maybe it is something like that that you would say, hey, try out meditation or... I also just, I'm, I keep my, I entertain myself. I, I don't know, I sound weird when I say that, but I make myself laugh. And I'm always so energized and I have so much energy. So I just, I don't know. I, I just think I just love to play. So I don't, I can't imagine somebody not, I sound, I don't know if this sounds 
unrealistic, but I can't really imagine somebody not energized with me because I feel like my energy rubs off on people anyway. I feel like one thing that I, I, I know that I do for sure, all of my friends that are around me, I always try to encourage them. Yo, you could do this. You could do that. You could open your own business because I've done it. And I know that if I'm doing it, why can't they do it? So that's something that I always do anyway. So if somebody was in front of me, what I usually do, honestly, is hang out with my friends and they'd be like, yo, you know, you're really good at this. You're really good at this. You're really good at that. Because most people don't know what they're good at. You know that? Most people feel like they don't have nothing to offer. Meanwhile, they just offered you everything you ever needed. So I think my advice to anybody um, that feels upset or unhappy or frustrated is spend time with loved ones who see the glory in you. When, you, uh, when you're around people who see the glory in you, you're bound to shine. They're going to pull it out of you like, come on, shine, shine. <laughs> you know, it works. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> you just did the gesture of putting glitter on someone. Which <laughs> <laughs> for everyone that can't see because they're watching, listening to the podcast it, yeah uh, but that's probably how it is yeah if you're if you have someone that can show you what you're good at then it is like putting glitter on them so easy it's like a mom that's what moms do moms do that you know or your parents do it or i don't know i just feel like friends should do that for each other like you know you're really good at this you might want to do this and i know it might come off overbearing but at least you planted a seed because if they're just feeling so frustrated one day they could try it. like you know what at least mo told me to try. i'm gonna try this <laughs> i just what i hope for in all of my friends and my family i also saw that when you're selling your jewelry or your headpieces that you're also giving parts of it to a foundation or a fund that you have created yes, yes. Yes. It's for, for West Africa. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, I, first of all, I manufacture my clothes now and my um, face mask and things of that nature from West Africa because I believe in building back, just rebuilding. People always say they want to go back home or, you know, you want these things for yourself. You actually have to be able to do what you want. Like, if you want something, you have to do it. You know, some people want stuff, but they don't do it. So doing what you want is a very powerful lifestyle. And so I just figured that it was important for me to create um, a space where people can give and be a blessing onto others because we're still in the middle of a pandemic and there's certain people that, you know, don't have stimulus checks. You know, in the States, we have stimulus checks. We have unemployment. We have all these beautiful opportunities. And then outside of Western world, people are just depending on each other and they can't really depend on their government. And that's a lot. So, um, you know, my mom and my aunts and everybody were already feeding, um, feeding homeless and people who didn't have anything already, like actually giving them cooking supplies, like raw foods, raw materials so that they can keep providing and cooking for themselves. And I thought that was the perfect way for other people to be able to bless or give on to somebody else and to be a blessing. And I just encourage people to give and to, and to love others because even when you got it bad, somebody got it way worse than you. You might want to cry and you have no reason to when you look back and you see all the things that God has done for you. Um, so I, that's a big thing for me. Just charity in general. I'm big on charity. Um, I love giving myself. I actually really love servicing people and taking care of things in my own way, as long as I'm enjoying it. 
Yeah, I can see that already because you're also here with me right now. So this is already a big gift to everyone. Oh, no. No, seriously, I'm not joking because, <laughs> I mean, you have plenty on your plate and to come on a podcast like this that is just starting, it's not, it's not something that... Yeah, it's just starting, but you don't know where it's going. <laughs> Thank you so much for this. <laughs> Great. I'm thankful to be here. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, for anyone that was listening, uh, just check out her Instagram account and uh, look at her link tree link, and you will find the link to her uh, to her foundation and to her Etsy shop mm -hmm. and her her art. Check out her art; it's amazing, it's beautiful, and it really shows the beauty of everyone that has been taken on the photograph. Aww. <laughs> so thank you very much for this. that. And uh, or more. You were happy. I appreciate you so much. Thank you.